Hello, everybody, on this wonderful May 2-4, which actually just gave me the perfect intro over into this week's episode. However, first, hi, it's me, Rob. There's my friend, Patrick. Hi, everyone. So, Rob. May 2-4, what does that stand for in North America? Well, this is actually today's holiday, right? If you if you didn't happen to know Patrick, Victoria <laughs> Day, right? But we call it May two four, which means you go out and you buy a two four, which is a case of ah. beer. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> given 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 that our today's episode kind of sort of is gonna talk about this little Anheuser Busch fiasco that's been propagating itself for the last i want to say three weeks yeah four three 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 four weeks ago okay so for everybody that's we're a bit late yes we're a bit late there was some postponing of episodes etc but i i personally and this 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 is strictly about this is strictly an episode about marketing and failed marketing and the impact that PR can have on your company. And I don't mean to sound like a bigot, but for for a, a traditional beer company to choose a 20-odd young 26. trans whatever, however, however old Dylan Mulvaney may be that decided to become a woman publicly. Um to decide that that is the face of a beer, to me is is a is a just a complete and utter misunderstanding of what your own brand represents. To me, to me personally, whenever I think about Bush or Bud Light or or. Or what are what are some other good redneck beers? Well, obviously Budweiser, but like whatever. <laughs> Anyways, like whenever I feel or whenever I think of these beers, I I envision the typical American Bible Belt bigot. To let that ju- just let that sink in the redneck, you know, uh, checkered checkered shirt, fucking. <laughs> SUV with monster truck reels, you know, the kind of like the guys that go to the, um, uh, what's this guy's concert, man? Oh, what's his name? What's this dude? Um, Kid Rock. Kid Rock, yeah. The, the, the guys that go to Kid Rock concerts. And they are exactly looking like Kid Rock. Exactly. <laughs> so how do you, how do you think it's a good idea to put a Dylan Mulvaney on a can in front of these people? Like, I, I mean, like, sure, it's provocative. And sure, if you're aiming to get bad publicity because you think, like, you know, all publicity is good publicity. I don't know. But if, if you know that you're not the, uh, the beer for the young generation. Well, I mean, let's face it. First of all. The, not the young redneck generation. It's the... Yeah, the the tolerant generation, Gen Z, whatever. And I think it's what they try to do. 
I mean, okay, okay, okay. This is interesting. You, you, this so, is interesting. That, that was the the I think the main goal. To it, it wasn't an official ad or something. So so it yeah, was yeah. just it was a post from her. Yeah. So and I, then they. I mean, okay. Let me let me just say this here because I have an article for this, it, and it, and it was because um, because of. The ad featuring Dylan, a transgender influencer, the commercial, uh, uh, sorry, the uh, uh, conservative party led by Ted Cruz there started to launch um, a lawsuit against them to using this as marketing to too young of a generation, first of all, okay, which Given that Dylan Mulvaney is an influencer, he also has a lot of underage followers. So maybe using a figure like that, you you are actually, in fact, aiming too young. Is that a maybe? I want to say that's a maybe. But it's a far stretch. Okay, it's a stretch. Which which celeb you you're gonna choose then? Okay, well, technically. I mean, I mean, seriously, technically, I think you shouldn't even use any sort of celebrity marketing in any beer commercial because of that very fact, right? I think in general, there should not be allowed that you put, that you pair a face like that with yeah, a, with a brand like that, right? Similar to like how tobacco um tobacco same thing i don't think any influencer would ever be dumb enough to market tobacco right because like the backlash would be enormous right and then in in this regard too right so as a response to this it's interesting actually because the the brandon brandon whitworth actually sent in a letter to budweiser distributors and parent companies that he wants to make clear that that was a, not an authorized marketing campaign by Anheuser-Busch, which is the parent company, right? So the question now is, to what extent did Dylan Mulvaney, that yes, he was approached by the, by the marketing CEO, that lady and her boss, who was supervising it, he was approached by then, but no official marketing was done other than the fact that Dylan got the commemorative printed 100 cases or so, whatever it was, of, of this, this bottle. He now then himself made a bunch of posts implying that he actually... Yeah, of course, but, but why you would send someone... Right. This is like initial cans of beer or more. Yeah, their face on it. If you don't think that they will do even because they're influencer with one point eight million followers, if they don't do any posts with that, that's of ridiculous. course, man. So of course, it was like definitely a marketing campaign because later these weeks they, yeah. I think you was were talking about Alyssa Heinerscheid and Daniel Blake, right? Right, and they the both executives, correct? So, and they both resigned. Well, I mean, like not resigned, they but were they're put, like they were put on leave <laughs> administratively. And Heinerscheid, <laughs> that's the quote, had previously said 
she wanted to make Bud Light's advertising more inclusive, describing it as fratty and out of touch during a podcast interview in March. So right. it was definitely their goal. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Their intent was definitely But that. After the sales crashed 20%. 26. <laughs> 26. <laughs> Come on, 6%. Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. It's just <laughs> 1.6 billion in revenue lost. Who cares? Hold on. Of course, of course you're telling everybody that it definitely wasn't a marketing plan. No, of course not. No, 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 no. I want to add to this. Okay, I want to add to this. This was intended, okay, whether whether or not they officially affiliate with the commercial itself or not, you just said it yourself. It was an attempt to be more inclusive, as she also implied in the previous statement, right? But here is a great article stating, LGBTQ plus group suspends Bud Light's maker's rating over handling of backlash to transgender influencer whereby the uh, uh what is it called the, the the country's largest advocacy group for lgbtq rights has officially revoked um the the inclusiveness rating of bud light itself or, or of anheuser-busch as an inclusive company altogether so not just not just have they fucked up their sales they've also fucked up their public image in terms of inclusiveness as a company that they were aiming to portray so mm -hmm. now to me to me that also begs the question now when you market right this is this is something that we often discussed in 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 our business administration course when you market and you don't understand your brand you Sorry. will inadvertently <laughs> destroy your company. And and I think this is like, to be honest, like I wish, I wish, I, I wish I was still in my classes right now because this would be like an excellent example to write, like to write a great paper about. <laughs> That's an easy A, man. Easy A. Easy <laughs> yeah. A. Like... And, 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 and the other thing, too, is like to me right now also is crisis management at Bush is so bad. Like their crisis management with respect to this whole thing is like so poor, man. Like the first thing they would have had to do as far as I'm concerned. And like I, I, I'm not sure if this has already happened. I don't know if you found it or not, but I would sue the shit out of that influencer for copyright infringement or whatever like you know like and then what, secondly what if there are contracts well well that's what i mean like that's the that that's what i'd find really interesting to try to discover is like what kind of marketing contract has this guy signed because here's the other thing not just is he representing bush he's also doing shit for nike he's doing like He did the temp like same thing, right? Same thing about the idiocy. He was in a commercial for tampons. Yes, but do do, do you see yeah, but, the problem? Right. Yeah, but th that's not the issue. 
No, but you it's could also like do the 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 ads for yes, of tampons. course, of course, you you and I can both do an a, 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 an ad for tampons. But what I'm trying to get to is, it's like how are women viewing this? Yeah, but women are the you know like. A woman is the primary target for a tampon. A redneck bigot is the tar- is the primary target for, <laughs> for bushlights. So you know why put a person that doesn't fit the 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 actual target demographic to portray the commercial? Does that not have a higher appeal than potentially aggravating your target? audience it just seems weird because nobody had done it before probably it's working why not if you see beer commercials 20 40 30 years ago right only i have never seen a beer commercial 20 30 40 years ago (laughs) there have been only guys in the ads right so no women and then they started to put women into beer commercials. Oh my gosh. A woman doesn't drink beer. Yeah, but they, they put they women do. they put women in the commercial because they're usually in bras or like No. Bikinis. And no, you don't think so? No. But I think I think I think that's like adding sex cells. Sex sells anything. It is, and if you have a sexy guy selling tampons, yeah, but yeah, but there I'm more so referring. Well, no, I'm more so referring to the to the fact that like he's a transgender. He's formerly a man transitioned into a woman that is now selling tampons. It's the same thing of like, um, uh, I mean, you're not gonna. Are you trying to sell an Eskimo in a fridge? They also need fridges. Do they? Do they though? If they're living in a house, of course. Uh, well, okay, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I just okay. I, I have a. I just have a woman a... becoming a man, and then. Listen, the I have a. Oh, I, I, I have a problem with the general marketing style that's being done by commercials nowadays, and and how it's very much so becoming infuriating to just watch a freaking commercial. That's why I don't watch commercials. <laughs> yeah, I mean like okay, like that's that's very true. Fair enough. But like it's 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 kind of funny to me though that like how much still I to be honest, like first of all, I was very shocked by this whole thing playing out. And, and Bush losing 26% of their sales and having such a reaction. Like, I mean, it's insane. There were like millions of bottles of beer just bought to be destroyed. And already bought stock was literally run over by, by bulldozers. And, 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 and restaurant owners were contacting Anheuser-Busch to buy back the, the Bud Light yeah. out of their stock because they couldn't sell it anymore. Yeah, it's uh, the the it's from today, right? That Bud Light buys back the. Oh, is that was that was that was that decided today? It's the 
news from the day. Oh, really? I mean, like, I didn't even know about that. I only knew about the fact that, in fact, restaurants were asking Bud in the thousands to buy back the inventory because they couldn't get rid of it anymore. So not just have they dropped the sales, but it's also going to be a huge loss in standing inventory that's going to go bad and they're legally not even allowed to sell it no more. Think of the disaster, like how, how, what's the shelf life for fucking beer? What's the shelf life of beer? Three months? Four months? Yeah, three to six months. Right? So like, if it's gotten, if it was made, sold to a restaurant, and now has to be shipped back, yo man, the lifespan for all that inventory is dead. That is legally have to destroy it. And who is the insurance that's going to fucking blame? Is there even an insurance going to cover that? Because that's not a recall that like, you know, no, that's not a, it's not a manufacturing fuck up. It's yeah. They do a buyback. Buying back the beer, uh, which is after the expiration date from wholesalers. <laughs> is that what it's being called? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this, how, this, how damp can you be as a company there are two options they had a contract with Mulvaney yeah the other option is they didn't I mean okay judging by the fact that she ran that campaign I'm gonna say there's actually no actual contract which is gonna be the even more insane aspect because of the size of the company involved exactly so both options are terrible both options are a loss either way. If you're dumb enough, don't do a contract with an influencer. Yeah, quit your job. It's fine. Right? Like, I mean, like, look, because that's the same. It's not like, like, remember, you know, she um, can post some photos. Fine. Oh, no, that? it's all about all about your brand. Who yeah. was the influencer that um, supported FTX? Man, who was that guy? Brad Lo Logan, Logan something, Paul Logan, Paul, Paul Logan. Logan. Yeah, 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 he publicly supported FTX too and Sam Bankman too. And like, what's the like, again too, like, you know, we talked about social media and all this stuff and like influencers, like to what degree are these people held liable for the things that they say in public and the, the, the brands that they promote and the products that they promote. But you know, or that can, can they even be held liable? For what? Well, I mean like brand promoting and doing all the shenanigans. Like they themselves are coming out and saying this and that and blah, 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 you know, but there is no official relationship. Like, that's what I mean. Like with mm. Paul Logan, right. As an example, he, got apparently, as it turns out, a shit ton of money from Sam Bankman-Fried to prop up his platform. Paul Logan then doesn't have an official sponsorship, but then in his own like world with his couple of million followers, he pumps that up and is like, yo, buy this coin, which ultimately funnels money to free, right? Yeah, that's right. So like, to what degree can you like, 
hold these people accountable for that shenanigans. I mean, like, if there's no contract with Mulvaney and he did all of this shit, right? Like, to what degree can now Budweiser, as a, uh, as a, uh, sorry, Anheuser Busch, as a company, hold this individual accountable for the stunt that he pulled, right? And the backlash that that had on that company. Because if you put it in relation, like, he's never going to be able to, like, win a loss or, or, like, if he loses a lawsuit against Anheuser-Busch for, like, loss of revenue, like, how is he going to come up with $1.6 billion? Hmm. You know, because, like, normally, in normal, in in, in in the past, hold on, in the past, just let me finish this well, right? In the past, normally, if somebody would have pulled an advertisement stunt that negatively reflected on an image, it would have been through traditional media, right? And the, the company could then, in turnaround, sue A, the media station that produced it, and B, the individual yeah, like the that, reputation yeah right right and now he didn't even speak badly about the brand he never mentioned the brand in a bad name but because of who he is and what he represents it had a very much so negative effect on anheuser-busch yeah because it was their own fault well okay but no 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 i'm just talking so, in general if there is no if there is actually no contract right they, and they, and they just interacted with each other as like, okay, he's asking Anheuser-Busch, hey, can you make me a commemorative thing because I like Bush, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea because we're more inclusive now when we're, you know, working with you. Cool. Not thinking about the backlash that can happen in the general because he's an influencer and he's going to post it. Whether it's intentional or not, what I'm trying to get to is to what extent can the company now because it is through social media and it is an influencer that may not have intentionally done any brand damaging, but because of what he is and represents to the general consumership of Bush, um, uh, uh, sorry, but light, um, mm. to what degree can you be held liable now versus the past as an influencer? Right. And like same example with Brad Logan, like how, like copywriting and all, uh, reputation. If you're, if you're getting cans with your face on. on that. I mean, sure, the company itself then, should never have printed it. I get it. But, but like, even if there was only one option, and the option was that they, that she will post video, photo, whatever with this can. So, and even if you have 26% loss in the end, it's right. not her fault. It's the, company. the fault of the company or the marketing executives, whatever. Because it's bad PR team. That's mm. it. Bad PR team. Again, too, like You're that's working with influencers because you want to boost your company. And of course, there's also bad marketing. Uh, right maybe now. it's also. But did you know that there was another ad with another transgender influencer in April with Bud Light? No, I did not. Can you can you put put the link in the messages? She, I need she, to see that. She's called Linux. Okay, put, and she put... was in uh, Rikers Island, which is a man's prison, you know. Yes, I know but where Rikers she, Island is. <laughs> he 
she is now a woman. This one is really funny because she hashtagged it with um, Bud Light Partner. So it seems in the end Tess Mulvaney wasn't the first. Oh, hold on. Oh, shoot. I'm watching the wrong thing. Hold on. I'm watching the writer's strike picket. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Bud Light. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. Let me just watch the video. That's real or a joke? That's real. But it's not an official ad, I guess. This is from Clown World. Well, it was a TikTok on her channel. No. What the? <laughs> what? Like, how? Like, if they post that, they want to commit suicide. I'm sorry. If they post that after the Mulvaney disaster, okay, I mean, Mulvaney's post was even worse because he was in a bathtub with bubbles. Was she? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just see her uh, sitting on the table. Oh, you seen that one? I've seen the bubbles. I've seen the bubbles with, in the bathtub. behind her, and she's fully dressed, and has the but light can. Oh, man. I... I, I... Nevertheless, <laughs> see, I think I think what you what you're also seeing in in part when you're looking at a problem like this, right, is how poorly big companies are run right now, like actually big big brands that you think like, whoa, like that's a solid company, right? and how poorly they're actually run. I mean, like, look at, for example, let's look at Twitter, right? Let's, let's go back because we're all horny for Elon. <laughs> <laughs> but let's look at Twitter, right? He buys the company. He looks at the staff. He's like, why is like 50% of you folks here? What are you all doing all day? And what are you being paid? Cuts half the stuff. Let's them all go. Company still runs fine. <laughs> Imagine. Think about this. Let's let's really think about the spend numbers. Which company are you gonna walk into that fifty percent of the staff go and it still functions just fine? Is that not a sign of poor management? Like functions fine. Well, I mean, like to me, that's arguable. Like. The fact, the fact that you let 50% of the staff go and the company is running, that to me means it's running fine. Yeah, but it's, it's just running. You don't know if there are any improvements in the background. 
But did you need that all that extra staff then? Like, I'm, I mean, like, I'm a huge proponent for company efficiency. Even in my own company, I'm looking at like, hmm, who's who who is actually like supporting the 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 gross production of our company? What is their what is their impact here? Are they even understanding what their function is? Like, you know, I I know what you mean, but I think. In a company like Twitter or Microsoft, it doesn't matter. There's so much background work you don't recognize, and you you can't even. You would think they're not necessary. Let them go. But in the end, your company is going down, and I think that's what Twitter is doing right now. Okay. Now, what about the example of Anheuser Busch? Are they committing self-suicide? Do they just want to fail? No. <laughs> or is that, or, or, it's just, or, it's just or are they, or are they realizing that beer in North America is actually also a dying market? Like, I don't know about you, but like, I'm seeing it in the younger generations. There's less and less and less alcohol consumption in general. I think I find. I think it's the same in Germany, but. I'm not quite sure if this is true, but nevertheless, never do an ad like this or it, it was one big mistake, probably two. But why do you, just, okay. Just a, just a like, joke, a bad joke to, then, to like then let's the just nail talk the coffin in the end. So, so they made, they made one commercial with an influencer that's a trans influencer about it about their beer that backfires now they made a second affiliation with another one trying no, the same thing again i i don't think that they have an affiliation with linux i think it's like she just bought some bud light and was oh, doing I a... own post so now now see that that's me coming back to the whole thing again of like but she was hashtagging it with bud light partner yeah, here, so, so nobody so, knows so, if she's really a partner of Bud Light or not. Okay, but so, then so they, they would have. Uh, then let me ask you a question: Does a company like Bud Light then have sort of like a, um, I want to say, a investigative PR branch? Of course. Do you think? Of so they, they have a. Like so, marketing like, department, right? That like constantly surveils what's happening on social media, what's the shit that's trending, blah 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 blah. So if a person like that writes in their hashtag affiliate, and that's not true, are are these people like retarded? Do they not realize the amount of a legal shitstorm that comes their way if you do this kind of shit? Like, I mean, like you and I can't just go out if we're viral or have like a million followers and make a freaking Nike commercial or like run around somewhere. Ha, here's my Under Armour gear. Yeah. Yeah, but we, you know? we can do it. We can do that. But they will cancel our posts easily. What do you mean? Like they just delete our posts or let them delete. Oh, okay. If we're going out to Instagram or whatever, and that's the remedy. Do you think there's no there's no like legal consequence of like, eh, you know, suing them for like damages? But what, I mean, what like, means, let, what, like what I means said, but light partner. I don't know. I I could what argue like, mean? 
I'm a Bud Light partner. I love Bud Light. I'm the CEO of fucking Google when I feel like it too. <laughs> or a penguin if I yeah, feel man. like it, I guess. I mean, I can be like nowadays we can all be anything. Let us do it the other way. What if they would have done at with Kid Rock? Okay. Well, I would have probably been fantastic for sales. But you It's not you very inclusive. But you would and you wouldn't attract any new customer group. Yeah, but like you I mean like okay, so a brand like a beer, okay? Beer is a loyalty brand, okay? Let me mm -hmm. let me let me let me let me go back into into business administration here and what we learned in our marketing classes, right? Beer is a loyalty brand because what is what is what is the first beer a young person drinks? A, a, a typical guy. It's a rhetorical or... question, but like <laughs> it, it's it's the beer that his dad technically gives him. Nope. You don't think? Not in my case. Okay, well, I'm I mean <laughs> in general terms, yeah. I'm 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 gonna assert here that your first experience as a typical boy is that your dad gives you the brand and whichever he currently is You're drinking up to have a taste so you grow up with what your daddy's given you so what you want to do in terms of marketing is this you want to create a bond between your already existing customer brand that you know transcends through the generations per se by just building that kind of real like bond right mm -hmm. and 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 then you have other things like um I don't know, like shoot, let's, let's say fucking Nike for whatever reason you want. There you need to be innovative. You need to be forthcoming because you want early adopters. You might want to try new fucking technologies, put new springs in the shoes and whatnot, make them all futuristic and shit so that you're trend setting and you're always attracting a new customer base. Whereas this is a brand loyalty item. So I think, and this is what I wanted to go back to is, that their marketing team does not understand proper branding strategy. Sure, you can try to be all forthcoming and new and inclusive and all that, but that's not how you pertain or how you maintain your brand loyalty. What you're doing is, is you're drastically changing what your brand represents. In that process, you are losing the brand loyalty of your existing base in order to acquire a different customer base. So that strategy for that particular item just does not work. But what if you don't want that your brand stands for Bible Belt Rednecks? Right. So say, then, okay. Okay. Yeah. It, and then you're rebranding. Sure. Yeah. And we need to focus on a new customer group. Okay, because then then losing customers. Right. Yeah, okay. I don't know why rednecks would stop drinking. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> <either. laughs> unless unless the price of the beer becomes too high, but I doubt that with fucking Bud Light. I'm sorry. It's piss. <laughs> you know. But here's the thing, right? So, okay, even say they want to rebrand. 
And this is ultimately what this whole thing is about. They want to rebrand to modernize. Then they also have to realize that in the process thereof, you are going to lose that target segment. Now, my question would be is, A, is really the, the, the current youth, are they drinking as much beer or alcohol as, as we did more or less like 15 years ago when we were, you know, teenagers going into adolescence? Right. Or, uh, uh, sorry, that's, that's point number one, right? What's the, what's the current drinking habit? And then B, what's the current generate? Like, what's the youth like, i.e. what's, you know, what's the split in terms of like open people down the line, bigoted, you know, right. You get what I'm saying? Like, my question is, did they, did they, like, I don't think that they even perform proper market surveys in order to follow, like, if they, if they are rebranding, I don't think they did a proper market research in terms of the behavior of the younger markets in general. And that, that to me is pretty clear by the reaction that the general public has. Now, mind you, it's a reaction of bigots in the USA. So it might always be a little bit more on the extreme side. <laughs> like at least they're not burning shit. They're just squishing beer cans. Or shooting at them. I think yeah, they I mean, really like they're shooting at them kind too. of diversification with their brand. Yeah, but and I think they again I think like, they didn't expect that it Listen, if you're looking at, look, man, like even there's big examples of that here lately, like, like, um, uh, a big example was, um, Zellers. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard about Zellers, but it was like a big kind of sort of brick and mortar store, mm -hmm. run of the mill, middle kind of sort of thing. It's like, uh, I know, you know, Hudson's Bay, right. Mm -hmm. And that's like a primo shop, high prices, high end shit. And then opposite to that, you have the opposite spectrum, which is Walmart, right? And Zellers was kind of sort of like trying to occupy the middle ground. The middle. Mm -hmm. But you don't understand that like, and this, this is what I'm trying to get to, is where Walmart survives by quantity over quality, Hudson's Bay is quality over quantity. And there's really only like, to me, there is really only a, a shopping mentality. It's there's no that really or in that. between. No, there is no really in between when you're looking at shoppers. You're either price conscious or you're quality conscious, right? So I think it's, it's somewhat similar with beer, right? You, right there in the picture, you drink what I consider is a very high quality beer. I'm not quite sure, but it's tasty. I think yes. that's... I think that's quality a quality beer. Yeah, it's not the in comparison to beer. huh? It's like oh. one euro. Okay, I'm not and talking so much like about fifty cents for a can. Okay, I'm not referring to price here. More so, more so than compare. Was it the Schäferhofer? It's Urkrostitzer. But Urkrostitzer. Okay, with price, taste comes. Right. No so, price, no taste. So that's what I mean, right? Like and, 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 and I'm sorry to say it that way, but Bud Light is like Bud Light and Bush is I think the cheapest beers you can buy. 
So they're not tasty. No, by no means. So you're the cheapest. Like, and that again, here, here's my problem. I think Dylan Mulvaney doesn't represent the price conscious shopper. Does he now? Whereas a Kid Rock and a Kid Rock concert to me represents the price conscious shopper. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. So again, like this is what this is what I mean. Like PR man and marketing is about understanding your brand and your niche. And I think it's also the wrong decision to say like this whole thing about companies trying to diversify. Look, we both work in companies that are highly specific and have niches that are needed. Mm -hmm. And it's not like these companies will survive in trying to compete in the big markets, but in serving a niche market, at the very least, if you corner that market and you understand it well, you're guaranteed to have constant revenue and guaranteed for your company to survive. Uh, it's the same thing. My dad, my dad worked for General Electric ultimately after AEG, Alstom, J Jack Alstom, and all the name, all the wild name changes that came in between. Because all this company is doing, and what GE also did, was to diversify themselves to fucking death. Like they didn't focus on what they're good on. They bought more and more market segments that until the point that parts of those collapse and take the whole thing down. It's the same as like looking at like BlackRock, for example, as a, as a, as a, um, investment and real estate management firm. Their loans are going bust right now because you can't buy houses, like you can't buy property and value it yourself. Yeah. So you like understand your value, understand your brand, understand your market, and you're going to perform well, but do this kind of shenanigans? Like, no. Like, rather, I think Anheuser Bush would have been better off creating a separate beer brand altogether. Call it Bud Trans, <laughs> whatever. I don't give a shit. Or call it but New Bud or whatever. Like that's a better way to rebrand than to change the existing model for that particular product. Right. Mm, you, you, but, yeah, but what I, what I really don't understand is what they did after the posts were made. It was like What's that? the uh, this is the C yeah to to Karis, the CEO. It was like the only thing he was saying is it was not an advertisement, and. The main goal is that Bud Light's branding is like easy to drink, easy to enjoy. So till now, no consequences besides of the two fired EPs. I mean, that's a, I mean, I mean, okay, for one, uh, 
don't underestimate that's actually a serious consequence to let CEOs and like C level people go in those companies, right? But that's I mean, no like, consequence there's no consequence mm. for Mulvaney. They said there was no plan for that. Okay, good. So, well, why let's are you put it this way the face on it? And for me, it's not an not sensible explanation for what happened. Oh, well, I can give you the explanation if... You can give me, but they haven't. Okay, well, here's the reason why they ain't giving you an explanation. If they pursue legal action against Dylan Mulvaney, it's the catch-22. Because now you're persecuting the trans person, and this is exactly what Mulvaney's lawyers are going to do. Like, here's what... Here's... No, no, no. Here's what Bud Light... So... The, the execs of uh, Anheuser-Busch sat in a room, and here's what their lawyers told them. If we sue Mulvaney, their, his lawyers will do one and one thing only. They will point out that they're persecuting Mulvaney for the fact that he's trans. I'm not talking about a sue or something. It's like... What else? Even explanation is dumb. It's too simple. Well, I think I think no there the reason no... why the simplicity no the reason why the simplicity is because they want to make it go away hush hush. They don't want to blow it up any more in the news than it already is and they're hoping it flies over. I mean like that's usually like it's it's kind of sort of like um look man, BP what? when the oil spill happened. What did they do? They 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 sent a guy in front of the news. They gave a short explanation said blah 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 blah. They gave a bunch of money away and then never made any other news appearances thereafter and let it die. Yeah, it was a huge shock for the PR of the brand. But if they had done pursued or if they had pursued more media attention about it, you extend the lifespan of this event against the brand's name. So what you want to do is you want to stop talking about it. You want to hush it up you want to give a dumb explanation and never ever fucking even speak about it again what's more interesting or what is going to be more interesting is for example this this extra thing here that you said this linux thing how they're pursuing like to me it's more interesting how they're going to pursue something like that i know that they want to hush the whole thing i know that He's saying that there was no contract. Right. This could be a lie. Well, that's what I mean, right? Like he's saying, like they're saying hush hushing because, like, typically and when you Mulvaney do... would say, no, look here, here's the contract. What are they doing then? Yeah, exactly. But uh, oh, so you mean you again, mean there's the wrong no reaction to mm-hmm. to hush the whole thing? Don't let. Well, the question is it. okay. So the question is then, if 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 you pursue that line of thought, the question to me would be, how much money did they give Mulvaney to not say anything? <laughs> Bingo, right? That's a good one, right? Because I'm guessing, I'm guessing he probably, in retrospect, now that you're bringing that up. 
Bush is probably say, yeah, let's do this hush hush. That's why Mulvaney is not stepping in front because you got to think this guy also has a huge problem now because A, didn't he lose all kinds of other sponsorships as a response already? Like a lot of a lot of his former contracts and incomes have been severed due to this fiasco. So he, vice versa, can also say, well, if there was a contract and it backfired and it was your guys' marketing strategy and campaign that set all of this up and myself is now the fuck party, he can also sue fucking Budweiser for millions in return. And then it becomes like he said, she said, which is fucking terrible. And then chances are he would win that. Chances really are he would win that, 100%. And the worst part is, is like, for Mulvaney, don't think Mulvaney can fucking go in any of the Bible Belt fucking states <laughs> anymore, man. <laughs> like, anybody sees him there, man, they're going to fucking shove a bush can up his ass. <laughs> or elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. interesting, I really interesting think thought, actually. never had a contract with Mulvaney. That's I don't know, man. Like honestly, I they, they I never had any contact. It was like, I know you, you know um, me. Let us uh, get a bit more inclusive. Did does Here does that, I mean did that did that uh, did the lady what's her name um the the Mr. Heinerscheid? Yeah, did she personally know Dylan Mulvaney? Is that did you read that anywhere? If no. she had knowledge of him. Or, or, like, somehow knew him personally. Because, like, it could also very well be that it turns well, out just that, like, on any, people, like, any seriously kind of... just overstep their 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 abilities and what they're allowed to do without, you know, oversight. Like, yeah. I can I can very much so see that the lady was like, here, here is a, you know, here's a picture that Dylan sent me he would like to have on our butt cans. She goes to a designer. She's like, here, put that digitally on some fucking cans and let's print a fucking series of 10,000. That's like, that's like that in a fucking, in a company. Like, honest to God, man. And afterwards, they would have said, okay, and if the whole thing works, we do a contract with you. Exactly. However, okay. like, you know, it, it was kind of sort of like, maybe it was like free market testing, right? Yeah. The only thing that she didn't expect this was that if it works, great. And if it doesn't, the backlash can't be that bad. Right, exactly. Oh, man. Dude, yeah, but like a lot of marketing companies do that. They do like free, like they fish free and see what the reaction is. It's just the problem it's, is, it's, it's like, like, can you really even do that nowadays with it's, social it's, media? It's typical influencer marketing. So mm. if you see all the streamers on Twitch, they're getting free chair from... Yeah. So, and the only thing is they need to say, hey, I got a present. Yeah, it's just brand media, placement, right? By, yeah. And if this is working and the click rate's going up, then they're getting a contract and you know, yeah. yet with the influencer and he's constantly working for you. Cool. Yeah. But at first you just try out if it's working or not. You think that's end, a safe marketing? Backfired. Do you think that's a safe marketing strategy nowadays? Like, I think that's like, you're like to me, like or, the problem, like the problem that I have with the influencers is a, 
most of them are way too young. I think and, it's working. I think it's working for high tech and computer stuff. Mm, it's not. I could see that working with the uh, traditional brands for mm. like jewelries, watches, beer, whatever. Right. So like more or less what I said earlier about brand loyalty items, yeah. right? It's not like, like tech and like tech is like market innovation and like, you know, um, uh, what is it called? Um, Especially are, it's, this way of marketing is done. By like, like they're disturbing their, their, their destructive trend pro or, or trend destructive products. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm trend-setting products that break former trends and introduce new shit. But you see it mostly with, like, startup companies mm. doing this Interesting, kind of marketing. yeah. Well, yeah, let's go back to FTX, right? And then they're boosting their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. But you can't do as as a traditional brand. We see it right here. Mm. <laughs> oh man it's too amusing to me man i i just laugh about these kind of things and the fact and the fact like to me but but to me the more shocking thing is is just big brands like that doing it so wrong like even coca-cola had mishaps like that pepsi had mishaps like that like whole slew of like really really poor choice commercials man Anyways, I'm going to call this one <laughs> just I'm just reading the numbers again. It's 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 absurd. It's it's absurd. Like I mean like maybe it is just blown all out of proportion, but I think like with the onset of social media and that becoming a new advertisement platform Like, I think a lot of companies, like, have not yet realized the implications to marketing and general PR. This is what failed advertisement looks like. 26% loss in gross revenue. A fiasco made only possible by absent supervision of company management. Probably absent. We don't know exactly. Well... In the let's, end, let's Dukaris assume it in the signed end. the whole thing and said, "Yeah, do it." Yes, it's a yes. test. Anyways, uh, thank you very much, everybody. We appreciate you guys tuning in as per usual. Unsere Laberköpfe. The Laberköpfe. That's it from me, Rob in Canada, and Patrick in Dresden, Germany. Dresden. So we will hear us in two weeks again. Hello. With a fresh episode. Rob, bye bye. Alas. And bye bye to all of our folks out there.